Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, 84% Minority Experiences in Predominantly White Communities. Thank you so much for tuning in. And today I'm here with Gerline. Gerline, if you want to introduce yourself real quick. Hi, everyone. My name is Gerline. I'm a senior in high school and I live in a predominantly white area. Great. And if you could just identify yourself real quick for the audience. Well, both of my parents immigrated here from India when they were both teenagers and I'm growing up as a first-generation eldest daughter with two younger siblings. Very nice. All right. So today we're going to be talking about beauty standards. So obviously we're going to be talking about just the generalization of how beauty standards affect everyone. And then we're going to talk about how it affects minorities and specifically minorities in predominantly white communities. So to start off, Gerline, could you just explain what the beauty standard is? I feel like the most popularized beauty standard can be off of something as like many of us know as the Barbie doll, like tall, skinny, pretty, blonde hair, blue eyes, long lashes, just as many people may joke around as the basic white girl, quote unquote, but that is really what many young girls like look up to as they grow up, like the Barbie doll, which is, I think, one of the biggest influences on beauty standards today. Right. And you kind of mentioned with the Barbie doll. So obviously when you're little, it's shown in your toys. It's shown in like American Girl dolls, um, mm-hmm. other dolls. You've How is it then perpetuated in the media as people age? You know, they age out of you playing with toys, focus more on social media. How is it shown through that? I feel like definitely in social media, for example, TikTok, Instagram, everyone can see these models and they all, for the most part, have the same standards of being skinny and they're looked, up at, they're looked at as pretty. Most of them happen to be white with blonde hair, blue eyes, and they have those same standards. I think even in TV shows and movies, we see this a lot too when there's the popular girl cheerleader always gets the football boyfriend. And for most of the time, it's the stereotype of, again, that blonde, preppy, cheerleading girl. And whenever you see in those movies, it's always like the dumb, ugly friend is always some girl who's short and is a little bit more maybe on the plus size side. But she is always perpetuated to be uglier or not as good or as pretty as the basic, um, per se, American standard. Yeah, for sure. And so many girls, so many young girls, like grow up trying to achieve that beauty standard because it's so in your face all the time. It's where everywhere they look, there it is. And it's such a huge deal that so many kids grow up trying to achieve that beauty standard, you know, going on diets, working out, Mm -hmm. try dyeing their hair, everything to try and get to that beauty standard. And I definitely feel like that's where it, it kind of, differs for minorities because as much as like you can change your appearance which you really can't change that much especially minorities the huge thing for the beauty standards is it's always a white it's always a white girl and that's Mm -hmm. one thing you just can't change so how do you feel like personally growing up in a white community changed the way that the beauty standard affects you Personally, I feel constantly being surrounded by these people who do get represented in the media and many of them do fit the standard of what is considered beautiful. It was hard for myself to like fit in with everyone and think that as I do look different from many of these other girls because 
I have long dark hair. I'm not the skinniest person ever. Many, it's hard for me to look around and not see people that look like me and still have to tell myself that I'm so pretty in my own way and I don't need these slim body and a perfect nose and the right size eyes to be considered beautiful because of course beauty is in the hot eyes of the beholder but it's still really hard for anyone growing up in a situation where you're constantly surrounded by people that you think the media considers pretty but still having to give yourself and find the confidence within yourself to realize that you are so beautiful the way that you are yeah and I feel like because you're surrounded by or at least for me like because I'm surrounded by all of these white girls who do match Mm -hmm. the beauty standard or at least are near the beauty standard in that sense it really just like I've seen it on TikTok a bunch and this is like kind of a bad way to but they're always like am I ugly or did I just go to a predominantly white institution and honestly that's how it felt like I feel like social media was like Um, especially for me during the time of quarantine I was able to see that like that first time like TikTok and social media was the first time that I was able to like step out of my predominantly white town and see that there's other people who also went through the same thing as me in different areas and were like going through the same realization that I was going through that I'm not ugly because of the way that I look it's just that I was surrounded by people who obviously look the way that they were meant to look by the beauty standards that the media perpetuates but it's really not true and many people feel that way which is why I think social media is so important to bring people like us who aren't surrounded by a lot of diversity and realize that we aren't alone right yeah and at the same time as the media kind of perpetuates the beauty standard by pushing out advertisements like that it also gives kids like us the opportunity to see people who look like us and are beautiful and you can mm-hmm. understand like yeah um so each culture i feel like has their own idea of what the beauty standard is like for example like african american culture has always valued like the wide hips and you know not as skinny yeah. as the um the white beauty standard is and so for me at least it's always been like this living like between two worlds where at the same time I want to fit in with the girls that I go to school with and look pretty and thin and have the straight hair but at the same time I want to fit in with my culture and you know wear my hair natural and you know how does that I don't know a ton about Indian culture so is that similar or not really yes I think it is in some some ways it is similar and one way I can think of that is that if anyone doesn't know um, India actually got colonized by the British, like a, not even a hundred years ago. Like the Brit- British were in India, and it used to be that having like darker skin was a beautiful thing. And once they came over, that actually changed really quickly, which is one thing that I found interesting. This is when bleaching creams and lightening creams started being used, and like especially um, South Indians are known for having darker skin, obviously, and they would just be, it would be pushed on top of them. There's so many new brands that were created of like all these types of bleaching lotions to try to make their skin whiter so that they could be prettier and fit the beauty standard. And I think that is just so terrible. And I mean, it still happens in places today. And the fact that these like women with like beautiful brown skin, brown, dark skin, whatever that may be, feel the need because it's pushed on them by their like parents or grandparents or people who are around when the British Britain 
colonized India, they feel that they need to be light to be pretty. And I think that's like so terrible because before that, everyone of all different shades were considered gorgeous, which is like obviously one of the effects that the colonization had. But it just sucks to see that. But it's good because that is starting to go away. And many people in India are starting to realize that that's wrong and having light skin does not equal beauty. And I think that's a really big and like important step that needs to be taken like more seriously among everyone in India, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think it's interesting how you're talking about how um, lighter skin was considered the beauty standard and still is. But I do find Mm -hmm. it just like a little ironic how, you know, fake tan is such a big deal among uh, like among white people. Exactly. I mean, that's actually one thing to this day that I don't really understand because the darker people are trying to get lighter so they can match the white beauty standard. But then people who already are white are trying to get darker, which I mean, to be honest, I understand that, yeah, tan looks good. But when somebody has a natural tan, they look down upon and not considered as beautiful. So I think that's like a very hypocritical thing in our society. And I agree. I mean, like, I think that's pretty stupid, to be honest. But in media like especially like brown boys are represented as like like just like brown people I mean like Indian people in general like are like seen as as like ugly and all they care about is like math and like I don't know if you know like Beck from Victorious and like Zayn Malik were like one of the very few people who were like um Zayn isn't um Indian but he's still Pakistani which is very similar but it's just like brown representation in general and those are like very few of the people who are considered to be like beautiful and it shouldn't be that big of a deal that they continue beautiful like that should be you know what I mean like that should that should be obvious like it shouldn't be a big deal that they're considered attractive because they're brown and they're brown yeah for sure and I feel like it's in media specifically it's kind of the there's always like a question in the back of my head, especially if you look at like movies from the eighties and the nineties, there was always like the token minority. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like as good as it is for the media to, you know, show representation for all races at the same time to include them just for those representation points, so to speak is yeah. it doesn't seem fair, but it's like, I don't, I don't even know if I'm like for it or against like tokenizing. Cause like, I don't know. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think representation is so important. And like, I think that like many people don't realize that, like, even for myself, um, I don't know if you know, like Bollywood movies, which are like the hot, it's like the Hollywood of India, basically. But like those people, they're obviously they're Indian and they're, they have brown skin and they're considered gorgeous and all this kind of stuff. And they're perpetuated in the media as good, but as like amazing heroes, la la la. But when you come to Hollywood, all Indian people are looked at as like, um, like nerds or whatever. So as much as even when I was younger, when I'd seen Indian person on the TV, I was like, oh my God, like, I'm so happy to see that there's somebody who looks like me on the TV. But then of course they're fitting that like dumb stereotype that all we care about is liking to do math and being on the science team. And so then that kind of caused like conflicting like ideas within myself where I was like, I'm happy to see myself, like not see myself, but see someone who looks like me on the screen. But then of course they have to keep fitting that dumb standard 
and it's just allowing like a lot of um people to be like not necessarily racist but like they'll make like racist remarks like that they'll call you boji they'll be like oh you're you're asian you should be smart why can't you do my math homework like why are you dumb then like little things like that that obviously aren't the end of the world but the standards that the media rep- like shows that making it seem that like all Indian people are smart and all they care about is science allows other white people to like get those ideas in their heads. And it's really hard to break away from that, which I think sucks and needs to be changed as well. So to get back to your point, sorry, I went in a big circle there, but I think representation is so important and we need to see more people like that, like, like us, especially when we're children to like finally realize that we are a part of society and we are here and we are important, but we should not be doing like the tokenizing or the stereotyping because that can be really harmful to like people growing up as well. Yeah, for sure. Because like as good as, as nice as it is to see people like you on TV, you want to see them in a positive light that you can relate to because that's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. And so like to pin it and hold them as one thing isn't, it's not relatable. We're like, as when people are, when white people are cast in shows, there's so many different roles they have. One of them is like the beauty standard as we talked earlier, but there are mm-hmm. so many other roles that are filled by white people. So you ma- no matter, you know, who you relate to, you can always find someone. Whereas sure. minorities, a lot of the time it's, you don't find anyone yeah. or it's, they're unrelatable. One like example of that, like that we can see today as, I'm not sure if you know um, Jesse, the Disney, big Disney show, one of the actors. Um, his name was Ravi in the show, but his name is Karan Barar. Actually, when he auditioned for the show, like he was born in America and he doesn't have an Indian accent or anything like that. Like he has an American accent. But like whenever he would, like he talked about how when he would audition for shows and even when he obviously auditioned for the role of Ravi, they always made him like talk in an Indian accent. And like, like of course, he fit those exact stereotypes that I talked about earlier. But it sucks that like you have you have like a perfect actor here for your show, movie, whatever, that can play one of the roles that that your average white person can play. The only difference is that he's Indian, but we can't break that stereotype and rather than just put and they'd rather put just another white person in that role rather than putting this Indian person who's perfectly capable of playing that role, they just look a little different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't know about the, that they had him fake the accent. And I do, once again, I find that kind of ironic considering in America, there's such a culture of assimilation. Like if you're going to come and live here, you need to speak our language. You need to act like us. And so for him to be assimilated into American culture, I mean, if you were to just listen to his voice, he sounds like every other American, Mm-hmm. But for them to have him then fake it to perpetuate a standard, that's so just like ironic considering it's such a big exactly. deal for I think people. that like Americans in general, and this is a, a generalization, but like when other white people would come to America, they assimilated well and quickly. And well, I mean, Americans wanted them to assimilate because they wanted more people to be American they say don't speak your language we're in America speak English but then when people who aren't white come and move to America they like make fun of that and like exactly how you were saying this is ironic that like they can't really pick a side I guess is the way to put it but mm-hmm. yeah like especially in the case of Karen Barr because I know he was like born in Washington DC something like uh, around there and the fact that like 
there's literally nothing about him that fits the stereotype but of course he's the one who's chosen to play that character which i think is kind of dumb and shouldn't be happening anymore yeah for sure you know typecasting is such a it's such a i don't even know how to explain it it's just so it feels like it's fake representation at least to me like it's just like don't include the minorities at that point because you're just using (laughs) perpetuators like as much as representation is good like at that point you're just doing it have representation exactly like if you're gonna typecast you could at least like give them something deeper and like show that it's not like obviously every basic indian person quote-unquote who fits that standard does not only care about that like they could at least give the person some character and like show that they care about things other than just their grades and like I mean, it's so shallow, honestly, that people are like, even like whatever that is, casting agents or whoever is doing all this for the media is still like, uh, has that kind of like old mindset of we're just going to show the stereotypes, say we got the representation and just make everyone happy. But like, that's not going to cut it anymore. Like (laughs) we just like literally every minority deserves better than that. And they can do a better job of actually getting people who will show the role of a real person and what like for example a real Indian person growing up in America and their experiences that they have exactly okay so coming back to beauty standards what can be done within a white community to help minorities feel beautiful and feel like they're not an outsider um that's a good question actually I haven't even thought about that But I mean, I feel like one thing that they can do is, for one example that I have um, like experienced in my own life is like somebody be like, oh, you're like exotic looking. Like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, I get, okay, maybe you said that with like a positive connotation and you didn't like want it to hurt, but like, I'm exotic. Like, okay, like you think I'm exotic because we grew up with the, obviously the beauty standard that white is pretty and if you look like this 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 and you hit all these like notes or whatever then you are considered pretty but then if one thing is different if you're not as skinny if you're not white you're different but I feel like it shouldn't be considered different I think everyone should be looked at in a beautiful way we shouldn't be put in the mindset which is obviously not something that can be only changed within the community it needs to be changed throughout media and tv shows movies everything like that as well but i think we shouldn't be looking at it as oh white people are pretty in a different way and indian people are pretty in a different way i think we are all pretty but we shouldn't have to differentiate be like oh you're pretty because of the color of your skin like i don't know if that makes sense but I feel like because we like, obviously are pretty in different ways, but we shouldn't be saying, oh, you're not white. So then you're like different, different to the point where you're exotic. Right. Exactly. Because it perpetuates the idea that, you know, the right box or the correct, the, yeah, know, like the normal boxes, like, is the white, yeah. blonde, skinny. And it's, yeah. just, it's just not. <laughs> Yeah, and honestly, it just seems to like compare in the fact that like, oh, you're you're pretty for an Asian girl, you're pretty for a black girl. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 
just say you're like, pretty. It's not. Yeah. Why do you have to differentiate? Be like, oh, you're not white. So you have to be. I mean, I've definitely, especially on like TikTok, I've seen TikToks that like somebody will tell them, oh, you're pretty. And she's like, oh my God, thank you. But they're like, oh yeah, you're pretty for an Indian girl. But what does that mean? That means Indian girls aren't pretty. So, oh, you're the only exception. Like, it's just always like the negative connotations. Like they don't realize that in their words, like what they mean is just saying, they're basically saying that like Indian people aren't as pretty as white people, but you're pretty for an Indian person because Mm -hmm. Indian people will never be able to live up to the standard that is the white girl. Exactly. It's just, it just feels like it's too, too much comparing going on. (laughs) Yeah. Like people should just be pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We shouldn't. On on like a personal level, like every day today, every person in the white community, just like, making sure you're not saying things like you're not pointing out quote-unquote exotic features in that way like yeah obviously I've been told a lot of like a lot of times people will compliment my hair which I have absolutely no problem mm-hmm. with like I like my hair I love my hair but mm-hmm. to point it out and then be like oh like it's so different or it's so cool or it's so unusual or unique like no it's not it's, it's like not. every other yeah. person <laughs> it's only unusual for you because you're stuck in this area where you're only like you're with all these people who look exactly like you like it's not technically different you've just never seen people because you haven't really gotten outside of this bubble exactly and so just like if you want to comment on someone's appearance obviously in a positive way like obviously it's fine but be like make sure it's you're not ostracizing them and making them feel like an outsider by doing that like if it's a compliment that you would give to any other white person, it's completely fine. That's what my like number one rule is. Cause I actually had, I had a teacher once who complimented my hair. She said it really politely. She was just like, I love your hair. It looks great. And I was like, Oh, thank you so much. And then a couple of weeks later, she was like, I realized like some people find that offensive. Like, is, are you okay? Like, I'm really sorry. And I was like, no, like, it's okay. As long as it's a compliment you would give to any other person, no matter what they look like, I consider it fine. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I agree. Where you it but oh yeah I agree with that like you shouldn't differentiate like a compliment based on someone's like look or so their hair because they are of a certain race or they are different I agree with exactly what you're saying that like if you would give if you would say that compliment to a white person then you shouldn't differentiate like say different words and make it different to me like if you can say it to them you can say it to me because we're both pretty <laughs> to like say for sure Okay. All right. Thank you everyone so much for listening. I really appreciate you tuning in and taking your time out of your day to educate yourself. So thank you so much, Gerline, for being here. Thank you for having um, me. Of course. I completely forgot to add this part in when I originally recorded this with Gerline. So that's why it might sound a little bit different, but follow us on Instagram at 84% podcast. Um, follow, like, And instead of polls on the Instagram story, I'm trying something new to try and get some more engagement. So there will be a link permanently located in the bio that you can fill out anytime after you watch the episode. Um, Just make sure you're filling it out for the correct episode number because that'll be a question on there. It's super short, just a little bit of info so I can make these episodes better for you guys. So yeah, I really appreciate if you could fill those out. Um, Thanks for listening and I'll catch you back later.